What's up, fellas? Happy Saturday. Welcome back to the Saturday Morning Podcast. Uh, this is now called Saturday Morning Coffee. It's my encouragement to you to grab a cup of coffee, to <laughs> drink it, and listen to this podcast on a Saturday morning. Get yourself reflecting and ready for the week ahead. Gentlemen, I'm going to talk today about taking a break. If you noticed about a week ago, or two weeks ago, I took some time off. I didn't post anything on social media. I didn't post anything on the podcast for about two weeks because I just needed a break. And I'm going to talk about that a little bit after the break. Before I do that, though, make sure you are following us on social media. Find us on Facebook. Join our community. Um, follow the Facebook page. Make sure you're following us on Instagram. I love Instagram. It's my favorite social media. So I put up lots of stuff there. Go find us. Go follow us. And most importantly, share this with your friends. Shout out to the people around the world listening in Chile, in New Zealand, in France, in Denmark, in Canada. Oh, Canada. You're up there. You're cold, but we love you anyway. And people all over the United States, especially shout out to my homeboys in Milwaukee. I'm with you. I love you. Thanks for listening to the podcast, guys. Share this with your friends. Help it grow. And God bless you all. Here comes the music. Let's get started with the Saturday morning podcast. Hello and welcome to the Gird Up Podcast. The call to gird up is an ancient way of telling a man to prepare himself for hard work or a battle ahead. Our work is to reclaim masculinity in the modern world and to live out our calling as men of God. Here you will find a community of believers, brothers in Christ, working hard to become the men that God has called us to be. I am your host, Charlie Ungemach. I'm a teacher, a coach, music director, and a man of God, myself working toward the goal of, like David, being a man after God's own heart. We're happy you could join us. Now it's time to roll up our sleeves, to gird up, and become the men that God has created us to be. Alright guys, let's get to it. Like I said, you haven't heard from me for two weeks because I just needed a break. Physically, mentally, spiritually, I was just tired. I needed a break, so I took a break. <laughs> uh, we got into it. Uh, I just, I was tired, man. I was so tired. I I was mentally tired because just like daily challenges start to add up, you know. Um, the little things like the budget, you know, going grocery shopping, all that kind of stuff that you always got to be constantly thinking about. It just starts to wear you down after a while, always thinking about that stuff over and over again. Teachers, you know what I'm saying, too. Um, at the end of the school year, man, you got to get your grades in. You got to get all the kids caught up. You got to make sure all the missing work is turned in. You got to make sure all the parents are contacted. Everybody knows what's going on at the end of the year. You got to keep doing lesson plans as you get to the end and find ways to keep kids engaged. And you got field trips you're going on. You just got this giant list of things you got to be thinking about constantly. And then you got to make sure like all your relationships with your kids and parents are still good and that everybody's happy and content as you're going into the end of the school year. It is a whole lot of mental strain and mental, sometimes just plain old mental agony, getting yourself ready for the end of the school year. And then on top of all that, I have this podcast, which I love doing and I enjoy and I'm not going to complain about it, but scheduling interviews and doing those interviews on weeknights and trying to get to the gym and all that at the same time, all the editing and prep that goes into recording those interviews and recording those weekly Saturday morning shows, it takes more time than you realize. And then all the social media that goes on top of it, like it's not one of those things that I just love doing and, and I can't get enough of it. Like I, I certainly don't dislike it. 
Um, but it's definitely not first on my priority list of things that I want to do every day, you know? And it just starts to wear you out. Mentally, I was tired and I needed to think about something else for a while. Physically, I've been pushing really hard. Um, and frankly, I just haven't been sleeping enough. But in the gym, um, I, I've been having some back issues and been going to the chiropractor a lot, which has helped a ton. Uh, just sorting out some old injuries and stuff like that. But I've had some big-time back injuries and issues lately. Um, but I've got my deadlift back up above uh, in the 500-pound range, which is good. That's where, I, that's where I've been for the last couple of years, and I'm glad to be back up there. But it took a lot of work to do it. Uh, my bench press is stronger than it ever has been. I've been putting a lot of work into that, doing that two times a week. Um, man, putting weight back on that I had lost in a good way. So uh, I had lost a whole bunch of fat um, during the winter months. I did a lot of, uh, what do you call it, intermittent fasting, and I dropped a bunch of weight since Christmas and since the New Year, which is awesome. But then trying to gain weight then and put weight back on in all the right places, I got my chest and on my shoulders and my arms and, uh, you know, legs and uh, the muscles, <laughs> you know, trying to put that weight back on in good ways. I, it takes it takes a lot of work. It takes a lot of effort to do that and to shape and mold your body like that and to get stronger. Um, and frankly, I just haven't been necessarily doing some of the things right. Like my my diet has not been great, and I, I'm not I'm not a dieter by any means. But the food I've been eating it hasn't been super clean, I, especially at the end of the year. You get all those kids walking with cupcakes and candy all the time and pizzas just like sitting on your desk. It's hard to say no to it. And I didn't do a good job of that. Uh, and it started to show physically as <laughs> just it's not the fuel that your body needs to perform. I also is way too much caffeine. Like I was drinking all by myself, drinking a pot of coffee every day. That's like five, six cups of coffee and then taking pre-workout at the end of the day. It's just way too much caffeine. Like my eye started twitching and weird stuff was going on and you can just feel your body after a while start to get toxic. Too much caffeine, so I had to lean off the caffeine a little bit. Believe it or not, I have no caffeine in my system right now, even though I'm talking 100 miles an hour. Oh, yeah, too much caffeine, and i got to cut it out uh, at least a little bit. I'm trying to stick to one cup of coffee in the morning every morning. Um, and then the third thing, I just kept hurting myself because I would push through the pain. I'd be like, you got to be tough. I'm all, you, when you're when you're weight training and pushing yourself to your limits like that, you cannot train through the pain. If you're something's hurting, it means something's wrong. You need to take a step back, figure out what it is, fix the problem, and then start training heavy again. It's one thing to be like mid workout, big pump, and you know your muscles start to get sore and fill up with lactic acid. That's one thing. It's a completely different thing to be like, man, this joint hurts. Man, my lower back is killing me. Ooh, I think I pulled a muscle. Meh, keep lifting anyway. Don't do that, folks. Take my advice. Don't do it. I need to start taking my own advice, too. Uh, but I just physically was worn out. Uh, and then spiritually, I was also dead tired. Um, I, w I was struggling to get into my daily Bible study, partially because I was so physically exhausted, but also just because... I don't know. It happens every once in a while. We go through phases. We go through waves of good and bad. And this was one of those times I was struggling to make sure I was in Scripture as much as I needed to be. Uh, I realized I had abandoned a lot of the podcasts and devotions and, and spiritual books and stuff that I had been doing. Um, I was replacing them with music and, and TV and stuff like that. And there's nothing wrong with listening to good music, especially good country music. Go get it. Um, but there is an issue then when it starts to replace some of the spiritual things that are doing in my spiritual life. I wasn't getting enough Jesus 
and I was replacing my Jesus time with fun time, and that, that just shouldn't be. Um, and then along with that, TV. Too much trashy TV. I found myself, especially on Netflix, clicking on some stuff I shouldn't have been clicking on. It's not like I was you know, outright watching just sinful, you know, whatever. But everything nowadays, not everything, a lot of stuff has some sexual content to it. A lot of stuff has some just immoral content to it. And I was found myself starting to get poisoned spiritually with some of the stuff I was watching. I needed to pay better attention to what I was doing and what I was watching and cut that stuff out of my life. The reason I'm telling you this is because I need you to know that I share the struggle with you. I'm no, but definitely not perfect. Um, so I, I, I had to cut a lot of that stuff out. Um, also, I, I, I coming to the end of the school year, you just you get a lot of baggage when you're coming to the end of the school year like that. Parents, you know what I'm talking about too. Sometimes you realize you're just picking up bar- baggage from your kids, uh, from the people around you, from relationships, and you just got to let some of that stuff go. Um, yeah, like, it's so tough, especially in an environment that I teach in, to start picking up some of those burdens that kids carry every day, and you just don't have enough room in your soul to do that. Um, it's one thing to empathize. It's another thing to carry around their weight with you. Um, you just, it weighs you down. It weighs you down. It, you need to empathize, but you cannot let their struggle become your struggle too. Um, my self-evaluations too. Like looking at myself and saying, I ought to be better at this, or you should be more patient. You should be more kind. You should be better prepared. It's true. I should be. Um, but I start to get down on myself and start to forget some of the good things that the Lord has led me to do. And, uh, that it tears up your soul and it starts to get you tired too. And frankly, just real talk, some of those pet sins, especially when you get to a stressful time and you're like that, those stress, those, uh, pet sins start to sneak back into your life. And you always got to be careful when those pet sins come knocking on the door. It's really easy to open a door and let them in. If you just open it a crack, man, it comes in like a flood. Martin Luther said, I can't stop the birds from flying over my head, but I can keep them from nesting in my hair. Those temptations are going to keep coming around. Are you saying no to them or are you letting them come make a home in your heart? And I was starting to let some of those pet sins make a home in my heart. I just had to take some time and reevaluate and drown it with daily sorrow and contrition, uh, daily repentance, and replace it with the Word of God. So I decided I needed to take a break. And the minute my school responsibilities were done at the end of the school year, I took a break. Off I went up into the North Woods. I did three things intentionally. I did three things. I, I, I changed location and routine. Um, so I found some places that I love, that I love to be, that seem to be places that I can refresh and recharge spiritually. So I went up north. I've got a buddy at Camp Croy. And so I went up to Camp Croy. Shout out to anybody that listens that's from Camp Croy or goes up to Camp Croy. Whoop, whoop. Anyway. I went up to Camp Croy where I love to be and got to spend some time with a guy that I really enjoy his company. Um, it's a good place to relax and recharge and out in the beauty of God's nature. We were talking about that a little bit. Uh, he was chuckling. The guy that I was up there with was chuckling that uh, he sees people on you know, social media and stuff talking about nature hikes that they're going on. He goes, man, I, my life is a nature hike. And that's part of the reason I love it up there is just you can see God's beauty everywhere you look every single turn. I also love swimming i love working i love doing that kind of manual labor we got to do so shout out to you brother for letting me be up there with you um i also went down and visited my folks and my parents live about an hour away from me which is just far enough away from the city that i can get out and recharge and relax it's good to spend time with my parents and my sisters uh, but my i also have lake access while i'm down there and so i got to spend some time sitting next to the lake and just relaxing 
Um, but doing some work with my dad and my sisters and having some conversations with my mom, it's good for the soul. So I found two places that I would love to go. I went there, um, but I also changed my routine a lot. Like I changed my alarm. I stayed up a little bit later, got up a little bit later. Um, I still got the same amount of sleep, but just changing that routine a little bit and getting out of the funk um, and establishing a new routine then, not just letting it be what it is, but establishing a new routine really helps me reset and start to relax and let go of some of the stresses of daily life. I also made sure I was doing different tasks. I did not podcast. I did not create memes for my Instagram. I did not prep or revised podcasts. I did not spend time on my computer or my phone. I just got off of it and recharged and relaxed. And I already talked about the idea that I spend time around different people. I I love the people I work with, but sometimes you got to get away from them. So I got away from them, got out of town, got away from, you know, even my roomie, got away from it all and had a chance to relax and recharge and kind of reassess what was going on. The second thing I made sure I did was spend time in the word, man. And when I say spend time in the Word, I really mean just spend time with my Savior. I did a whole lot of meditation. Now, meditation, some people think it's kind of woo-woo, whatever. It is an important part of your spiritual life. And what I mean by meditation is I literally spent time sitting in silence and just processing and listening and examining my heart and examining my soul. It's an important thing that we ought to be doing with regularity. Jesus did it. Uh, He went out in the wilderness for 40 days at one point. You, you think I, he obviously was praying, but he definitely spent some time reflecting and recharging as well. And so when I'm out there sitting, I definitely do talk to God. And I also take time to let God talk back to me. The Lord does speak into our hearts. I don't I'm not saying I hear the voice of God and I'm not saying heavens open up and you know, I'm going to be the next Brigham Young. But I do believe that the Lord speaks into our hearts. Um However, our connection to God is through Scripture. So I also make sure I'm into Scripture big time. Uh, I spent lots of time in the Psalms this particular time um, because it's a reminder of God's grace. Uh, it's, it's a reminder of God's grace and power and glory and majesty, the beautiful language talking about the beauty of it all. Uh, I love that you can hear particularly David's struggle like he was not a perfect guy. He didn't live a perfect life. It wasn't all smooth and happy and breezy and, and easy and fun. He had some serious struggles that he talked to the Lord about and worked through with the Lord. And I, I love seeing the way the Lord worked with him. I love seeing his conversation with the Lord. And it's a good uh, reminder of how I should be talking to the Lord myself. And third, man, just like I said, that beautiful language reminds me of the beauty of the human experience, uh, the beauty of grace, the, the perfection that is God, and, and the beauty of creation, and the beauty of my life, and the opportunities I've been given, and, and his divine providence in my life, and the fact that he's chosen me to be one of his children. It's all so beautiful. It, it defies words. And we forget just how powerful that message is when we don't slow down and spend time with our Heavenly Father. I made sure I got into the Proverbs because <laughs> it's wisdom, man. It's just straight wisdom all the time. That's all it is. Wisdom about everything. Wisdom about women. Wisdom about relationships. Wisdom about family. Wisdom about wealth and building wealth and appropriate wealth and what's really important and what's not. <laughs> just wisdom about living in general. Everything you could possibly have a problem with, it's in Proverbs, and he says something wise about it. He probably says more than one something that's wise about it. 
And then the last section of scripture I made sure I was reading while I was out there uh, is, is the book of John. Now, that book of John, it's that beautiful story of God's grace. God is love, and he gave himself for me. He left his throne in heaven. He came down to earth. He was born as a baby. He lived as a man. He did ministry. John chapter 1 says he was in the world, but the world did not recognize him. The light came to the earth. He lived on the earth. He let that light shine. He died. He was reborn. <laughs> not reborn, but he died. He rose again, and now he sits on in heaven, and he looks down on me with love. It's just so cool. I also love that, especially in the book of John, you can see Jesus and his, his, his shared human experience. You can see his struggle. You can see his temptation. You can see his frustration sometimes with the disciples and with the people around him. You can see his frustration with the Pharisees. You can see the different ways he was worn down and why he needed to recharge and the different ways that he recharged. It's all there in the book of John. And last, and I love, love, love the book of John because it talks about love. <laughs> love makes the world go around. We know that. And the coolest thing about the book of John is over and over and over again, you can see just how much Jesus loved the people around him. Um, John refers to himself as the disciple whom Jesus loved. John also talks about Lazarus and says Lazarus was the one he loved. Here's what I think. Here's what I know. Everybody in Jesus' life thought they were the one that Jesus loved most. I guarantee it. Everybody in Jesus' life thought they were the ones that he loved the most because they were. God defies our limits as humans. Jesus was God. He loved perfectly. And because he loved perfectly, he was able to show everyone around him just how much he loved them. He literally gave his life for them. He gave his life for you and me too. And he loves us just as much as he loved Lazarus. He loves us just as much as he loved John. We ought to love each other with that kind of love. We ought to be willing to give up our lives for each other. And it's just another great example of love. And what I found myself lacking in the last couple of weeks before I took my break was love. I needed that love. I needed that love to be poured into me so that I could pour that love out on, on others, including you. Thanks for listening to this podcast. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> back to my list here. The third thing I made sure I did is I found a good book about manhood, and I dug in deep. The book that I chose this time is A Guide to Biblical Manhood, which is put out by the Southern Baptist Theological Seminary. Uh, it's an excellent piece of literature talking about being a Christian man and examining m examples of Christian manhood in Scripture and applying it to our daily lives. And I really especially love the portion about Job where he talks about spiritual ruggedness, something that I absolutely need to work on. It's, it's just a good one. And so what I do while I'm reading stuff like that, whether it's Wild at Heart or Mansfield's Book of Manly Men or that, that guide for, for uh, Christian manhood or any of the other Christian books that I read, I always, 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 always annotate like crazy. Annotate, annotate, annotate. Good notes make the world go round. This is something I wish I would have understood in high school and college. Good notes make the world go round. So here's what I do. When I read a new section of that text, first I just read it. Then I pick up a pen, I read the same section again, and I annotate it. So I underline it, make notes in the margins, that kind of stuff. Then I read it again with a notebook in my lap. And I 
write down notes from what I'm reading. Now, a lot of it matches up with what I underlined and annotated, but it's just one more time through. And I can guarantee you I know that section or that passage of the text before I move on. It's just a good skill to learn, the ability to annotate and take notes. It's a good skill you got to learn, and it's going to help you both just in your knowledge base every time you read a, uh, an informational text, but it's also going to make sure that spiritually you're growing like crazy because you have those constant notes um, being rehashed in your brain. And it's going to be, instead of just being on paper, it's going to be written in your mind it's, and it's going to be written on your heart. You just got to learn how to take notes. Uh, but then the second thing I do while I'm reading is I, I like to reflect. I take time um, in between those note sessions and I'll set it down and I'll walk away or sometimes I'll set it down and sit there and listen to my heart and talk to myself. Am I doing what I'm reading about? Is this how I'm living my life? Here's an example of somebody that did so-and-so. Am I doing that? <laughs> Would this man respect me? And what I really like is when I can find a text that has questions in the middle of it. Stephen Mansfield does an excellent job of this. He'll write a portion of text, he'll teach you a lesson, and then he has follow-up reflection questions. So does John Wooden. He has so many follow-up question, re, reflection questions in all the texts that he writes. It's a incredible growing experience. It's the way you ought to go. Um, John Wooden also. Anything written by John Wooden or about John Wooden is worth reading. The third thing I do, though, after I annotate and after I reflect, as I go act, I find ways. Like if something gets laid on my heart while I'm reading, I will go do it. Like um, it, sometimes it's as simple as taking a girl on a date and realizing I haven't been actively pursuing a wife. Oh, I need to take somebody on a date. Um, sometimes it's a random act of kindness, right? It's just like, you know what? This has been laid on my heart. This person needs something. Single mom needs a lawn mowed. Um you know, somebody got to do the dishes at church. Somebody got to do this. Somebody got to do that. And I think to myself, well, why don't I do that? And so I go do it. And you don't need to tell anybody you did it. You don't need to, you know, share that information with anybody. You know, the Lord knows, and you know in your heart that you're doing the Lord's work. And finally, you got to dominate your domain, man. Make sure that house is clean. Make sure your stuff is taken care of. Make sure your house is in order. And when your house is in order, you're going to be way more useful for the people around you. Just do it, fellas. It's incredibly important. You need to be the master of your space, the master of what you've been given, because you will be entrusted with more once you are the master of your own house. So incredibly important, guys. That's what it's about being a man. Guys, I this is my advice. You got to do it. You will not regret it. You need to take time to recoup, reflect, refocus, and recharge. It was so worth my time. It was so worth the time I spent doing it. You need to go do it too. God bless you guys. Have a good week.